All right, hey guys, welcome to another episode of Pursuing Jesus. I am Shane Winnings. This is episode 37, and I am going to title this, Who Will Hear, Depart From Me, I Never Knew You. Uh, First, I just want to thank you for listening, and again, remind you and to those of you who are new, inform you that I am an unpaid missionary. Um, I am a traveling preacher, and I make content like this when I'm not traveling and speaking, make video content and things like that. And I'm fully supported by generous donors like you, um, people who give to our ministry one, five, ten, fifty, a hundred dollars a month, whatever it is, we have a team of donors that are keeping us going so that I can do this full time. And uh, I just want to say thank you to each and every one of you and invite you, if you don't give to our ministry, would you pray about it? Would you consider a small gift, you know, a cup of coffee a month? from Starbucks is about four or five dollars. Maybe consider uh, praying about if that five dollars should come towards our ministry to help us continue to do what we're doing. We want to reach um, the whole nation. I mean, I want to reach the world, but I want to start in the nation that I was born in and see America saved and discipled and sent out um, to all of the nations. And so, that's what we're doing. That's why I left my full-time job as a police officer. I left a career to come do this full-time. And I thank you to each and every one of you who has supported us along the way. It's been an incredible year, and I'm excited for this next year. Some big things coming that I can't uh, I can't reveal yet, but I'm very excited to make an announcement soon. So thank you for doing that. Make sure that you subscribe to this podcast if it speaks to you. Uh, so that you get um, updated whenever I post a new episode. Just turn on the notifications or hit the bell on whatever app you're listening on, and it will tell you when I post a new episode like this. So, Matthew 7. Let's get into this. This is at the end of the Sermon on the Mount. Jesus has preached some hard things, and there's a passage in here that can create fear in people if they don't have right understanding. Jesus is talking in verse 13 about entering through the narrow gate. He says, Wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction, and there are many who go in by it. Because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life, and there are few who find it. Then he begins to talk about false prophets uh, who come as wolf in sheep's clothing. And you're going to know them by their fruits. This is where people start to get afraid. 7, 21 through 23. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Now, I want to get into this. Firstly, A Christian will never hear this. So if you are a born-again Christian, if you belong to God, you need to know something. You have been given the Holy Spirit as a seal for the day of redemption. You've been given the Holy Spirit as a guarantee, as as a down payment, like an engagement ring. It's a promise that there is a marriage to come. The Holy Spirit is a promise to us that God is going to come back for us again. Jesus is coming back. A Christian will never hear, depart from me. That is the first thing you need to get through your mind. The second thing is we need to look at this in context. Now, 
there's a few things that Jesus says. Not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, is going to get in. But he who does the will of his Father in heaven, our Father, what is the will of God? That we would believe in the one that he sent. Our entire purpose on this earth is to believe in what Jesus did to make us right with God. And from that place, we will go and do great things. From the pla- It all starts with belief. This is why the Bible says, these signs follow those who believe. Eternal life is for those who believe. Who, he who believes in the Son has eternal life, has life. He who does not believe in the Son does not have life, but the wrath of God abides in him, John 3.36. It's all about belief. The will of God is for us to believe in him and to believe in his Son who came and paid the price for our sins. So, there's two parts here. We need to believe, and then at the bottom, when he says, I will declare to them, I never knew you, depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. These are people who live as though they have never been given a law to obey. Lawlessness, as if there, it means as if there is no law. Okay, this is important. So, if you are a Christian, I am willing to bet that you don't live your life as if God has never given you a law to obey. You probably do the best you can to obey the Lord and do what is right. These are people who practice lawlessness. They practice. Like, I enjoy playing golf, and I practice in the mornings really early so that I can try to get better. I practice before my day begins. I want to get better. Are you practicing sin? Are you trying to get better and better at it? Are you trying to find new ways to to improve your sin? If so, you need to repent. This is who this verse is talking about. So we have people who are not doing the will of God, and we have people who are practicing lawlessness. Does this make sense? This is not talking about people who do miracles and walk in the supernatural. That's some of the comments that I see. As soon as I post a video about a demon getting cast out or someone getting healed, people say, remember, remember, brother, there's going to be people on that day who say, didn't we do all these things in your name? And Jesus is going to say, I never knew you. Well, yeah, that's true, but that has nothing to do with my video. This is where we want to hone in. I never knew you. Even in my Bible, they put a little text above this passage. You know, the writer didn't put this. Matthew didn't put this. But they did it for the ease of reading. And it even says, I never knew you. And I have that circled in my Bible, I never knew you. And I have an arrow pointing and I wrote John 17.3. John 17.3 is all about knowing God. Let me just flip there, and I'm going to read it straight out of my Bible. John 17, 3. And this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. It's about knowing. Even that word know in the Old Testament, Adam knew his wife, and they 
bore a child. It's intimate. It's knowing. Jesus is not saying, depart from me to a Christian who struggles with sin, or a Christian who walks in the gifts, or a Christian who whatever. He's saying, depart from me to someone that he doesn't know. It says, I never knew you. Do you know God? Do you know Jesus Christ? If you don't, there is an invitation for you. You can know him. Eternal life doesn't start when you die. It's not prayer, prayer to go to heaven. It's prayer, prayer to get back to the Father. Christianity is about being restored to the Father. It is called the ministry of reconciliation. We were enemies, we were alienated from God, and we were made right through the flesh of Jesus Christ, through death. And now we can be, be presented in the sight of God as holy, blameless, and above reproach, as righteous. Jesus took sinners who were destined for hell, and he gave them the right to become children of God to those who believe in his name. And God demonstrated his love for the world. He didn't just talk about it, but he showed it in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us, Romans 5, 8. That previous verse was Colossians 1, 21 through 22 or 23. It is the ministry of reconciliation. We have been restored to God. And so if you have a relationship with God, you are never going to hear these words depart from me. Don't let that passage put fear in your heart. Don't let it discourage you from doing good works for God. Now here's the other context of this. These people are giving a rebuttal. Think about it. They're saying, Lord, Lord, didn't we do all this? Why would they say that? Why would anyone say, but didn't I? You say that in a response to a decision or a verdict or a judgment. So what we're not hearing prior to Matthew 21 is that a decision was made. And it seems like it was a bad decision on their part because they have a rebuttal. Does this make sense? It seems like a verdict was given out. Hey, you guys are, are, are damned to hell. You guys are not coming in. You guys do not have eternal life. That seems like what was said prior to Matthew twenty seven twenty one, And so now we're picking up at their response. But Lord, didn't we do all this stuff? They're trying to justify themselves so that maybe God will change his mind. But that should be a red flag right away. If God says something to you, he's perfect. He is almighty. He is a holy, blameless, and perfect God, and he is a judge. And when he makes a decision, he is not wrong. Let God be true and every man a liar, the Bible says. So when God hands out a verdict, that's what it is. The fact that these people in the face of God would try to come back and say, no, 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 Lord, you must have got it wrong. Listen, didn't you see all the miracles we did, all the demons we cast out, all the wonders we performed in your name? But we see that that holds no weight. God's already made his decision, and it's because these people exchanged knowing God and knowing Jesus Christ for trying to do 
and be righteous apart from him. Is this making sense? These are people who have tried to keep the law. These are people who have tried to earn righteousness, earn their way to God. When Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one gets to God except through me. The Bible says our good works are like filthy rags before the Lord. The Bible says in Ephesians 2 that we're saved by grace through faith. It's through belief, not by works lest anyone should boast. It's a gift from God. I preached on this last night. You can check it out on my Instagram. or I'm going to be posting it on YouTube. I preached all about this belief in Jesus. This passage is talking to people who tried to earn their salvation through good works. And it's proven because the way they try to justify getting in is through their works. Notice that they didn't say, but Lord, Lord, we believed in you. Lord, Lord, we, we prayed the prayer. We confessed that you were Lord. We, we surrendered our lives to you. We believed in the cross. Lord, Lord, didn't we believe in the cross? They never said that. They said, Lord, Lord, didn't we do all of these religious things? And he says, depart from me, I never knew you. So, don't be afraid. Understand that knowing God and knowing Jesus Christ is what it's all about. And we have that ability. We have access. We have the privilege to become children of God, for him to be our father and for us to know him forever and ever and ever. So let him father you. Know him and let him know you. Amen? Well, I know this was short, but I wanted it to be quick and I wanted it to be encouraging because I know a lot of Christians, a lot of believers battle with this passage because they get nervous. I'm not doing enough for God or man, I'm doing all these good works for God, but so did these people. Are they going to hear, am I going to hear depart from me? I want you to know. And so I'm asking you one thing. Will you share this podcast? This is a 15 minute episode. Will you share it with a family member or a friend? Share it to your Instagram story copy the link, send it to a couple of people and just say, hey, I don't want you to have fear about hearing depart from me from God. I want you to know who's going to hear depart from me and who's not. And maybe if your friends aren't saved, they will hear this and there will be a conviction from God for them to never have to hear depart from me. They can give their lives to Jesus. He already paid the price. He just wants to know us. So let's give him full access, full reign, full authority over our lives Let's receive him as not only Savior, but as Lord and Master. Amen? Well, hey, guys, listen, if you want to partner with us, you can give through the link in the description. I'll post the links there. You can give through Modern Day. You can give through my website, shanewinnings.com, or you can also give through Anchor. Uh, Just click on that, and you can set up a monthly gift. If you want to give through PayPal, Venmo, or Cash App, a one-time gift, you can. Um, All of those can be found on my page. You can just search for my name and it should pop up. We're so thankful for you guys. And I want to pray that any of you that are struggling right now or dealing with a physical sickness or affliction or infirmity, I want to pray that it would go right now. So just close your eyes and I want to pray over you now and then test your body out after the prayer. And if you get healed, please send me a message. Send me a message on Instagram. Send me a DM at shane.winnings. And uh, I would love to, to speak with you and hear about that. So let's pray. Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus just for this time and for revealing to us what's going to come. 
for showing us what the end of the age is going to look like and some of the conversations that are going to take place. Thank you, God, for showing us that works will not save, but only true faith and belief in you, God, and your Son, Jesus Christ, whom you've sent. I pray, Lord, that every person here would know you on an intimate level as you've called us to know you. And I pray right now over every sickness, every affliction, every infirmity, that it would leave in the name of Jesus. I command every body at the sound of my voice to be completely healed for the glory of God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks, guys, and we'll see you next time.